What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. Here we go again. Episode 70. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. This is our second episode this week because we did our cool little Iron Fist episode. Um, But this is back to the normal. You know, we're going to talk about video games and movies and such. Yeah. So we are going to talk about um, Game Freak apparently put out some ads to hire for console development. So they might be making a Pokemon console game for Switch, which is off chain. Yeah. Been, wait, uh, been waiting like a, like more than a decade for that, bro. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming Prey uh, sort of reboot game, which mm-hmm. is coming up really soon, and it looks super rad. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to finish up talking about this new Matrix movie that's supposed to be coming out, and we're going to kind of just you know speculate on what we think it might be and Fuck some yeah. of the rumors and whatnot. Fuck you. Yeah. So starting off with Pokemon, uh, just spoiler alert. Uh, I'm a huge fucking Pokemon fan. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that before on the podcast, but we <laughs> definitely have. Uh, so this is really fucking cool. It's 100% conjecture. I mean, the ads that Game Freak put out are not conjecture, but we don't know if it is a Pokemon game because Game Freak does put out other games. Right. They're just not well known. So there's a hint here. Um, so there was a rumor last fall that there was going to be a console or something else, something other than a normal Game Boy Pokemon game mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with the Game Boy game or the uh, like Pokemon Go. Right. So, th- I mean, there's a lot of things that that could be because we've had like Mystery Dungeon. We've had several other like Pokemon, Pokemon Snap, games. Yeah, there's, like there's been tons of, of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but this was codenamed or like how they were talking about as Pokemon Star. So we don't know anything about that. That might not even be a real thing. But uh, an ad for a character modeler went up uh, just the other day from from Game Freak. Uh, it's based in Tokyo, lasts until May eight May of 2018. Specifically, though, it called for someone that has experience making characters for Wii U and PS Vita. Right. Which is definitely not... That's much more advanced than, than a Game Boy game. Right. Uh, and they said that it uh, it was also required that they have, uh, like, or have experience with exaggerated Toon-style people, monsters, and items. So that sounds like a fucking Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah, I'm titillated. I'm <laughs> so, titillated. So then they put out a second uh, ad that was hiring for a 3D CG designer uh, saying, quote, your chance to get involved with a developing RPG that is popular worldwide, end quote. What? Okay. But then they uh, they put the same description as the other position, the uh, exaggerated tune style people, monsters, and items. Yep. So Game Freak wants a 3D CG developer for a RPG that is popular worldwide. A worldwide popular RPG with exaggerated monster style, cartoon style monsters. Yeah. What the fuck do you think They're that making is? a new Monster Rancher game? Oh, fucking wish. Uh, but yeah, this could, this could be a different game. And maybe, I mean... I would say, like, maybe it's a new IP entirely, mm-hmm. except that they say, like, it's popular worldwide. Right. I just feel like this has to be a fucking Pokemon game. Hopefully, it's a full-fledged Pokemon <laughs> RPG for Switch. Well, and it would make sense, right? The The new Game Boy Pokemon games have been so much better graphically. Right. And that even and even the last, the last iteration of Pokemon, which came out um, last year, 
you have like 3D independent movement. It right. feels like playing an RPG. I think that that's absolutely what they're doing. I'm mega pumped up about it. If I don't have a fucking Switch by then, this will make me buy a Switch. Right. I feel like they could just use the fucking gameplay from uh, Sun and Moon. Right. And just spruce up the graphics like one tiny infinitesimal bit. And I feel like it would just kill. But if they fucking put out a game, a fucking fucking Pokemon game, that's like Breath of the Wild level graphics, I'm going to flip this table. Yeah, dude. I'll dude. fucking squeal. <laughs> yeah. So, first and foremost, we're definitely aging ourselves by saying Game Boy like 300 times. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's so, still a Game Boy in my head. Oh, yeah. It's a Game Boy. Now you all know how old we are. We're 40. Um, and then secondarily, like, I think that a lot of the rumors and sort of like the industry like hubbub is that the switch is kind of intended to start sort of like phasing out the 3ds okay because it is a handheld right it is just a big just fat a boat. fucking handheld yeah it's, it's a both that you can plug into a, a right. monitor um so it would make sense that they would be planning on releasing a pokemon game for mm-hmm. this and then just never making another handheld right. pokemon game right but dude for real if we get like a fucking breath of the wild level like full-fledged mm. console pokemon rpg God i damn. will shriek yeah it's and and people such as such as me and you like we we've been calling for this since the beginning like oh, yeah. it's like when is a non-handheld pokemon game going to come out but that has full rpg elements just the same but just better graphics yep. uh better people and um i i, I think it's time I, and i and i think with like a big criticism of the switch so far has been like lack of big titles right and it only has a handful and i think this would be the perfect thing to change that and, I mean, we already see that, like, every single time a new Pokemon game comes out. I mean, they're, they're selling better now than they were 10 years ago. Every single new generation of mm-hmm. Pokemon sells yeah. fucking incredibly well. Yeah. So, it makes perfect sense if Nintendo was hearing all of this all of this criticism that, like, oh, you don't have a lot of strong IPs for the Nintendo Switch. It would make perfect sense for them to be like, hey, Game Freak, our fucking, like, cash cow. Hey, why don't y'all make this Pokemon game that people have been begging for since Pokemon came out? Why don't you just go ahead and make it for the Switch? Here's a boat of money. Here's a boat made out of Fabergé eggs. Let's do it. And Game Freak could be like, yeah, let's go. Oh, man. God, can you imagine how fucking rad that would be? Yeah. I, I want this. I need this. Uh, I Nintendo think it, hear my cry. <laughs> I, think, I think it makes perfect sense. I think it's going to happen. It's, uh, it's time. Yeah. It's, it's time. I, I think the reason it hasn't, this is pure conjecture on my part, but I feel like it hasn't happened before because they were scared that it was going to, to migrate their fan base away from the, the handhelds. But now we're seeing that that's not true. There, right. There's franchises that have worked. Assassin's Creed, for instance. Um, Successful on both. Yeah. Uh, God of War. Yep. We've seen it. We've seen games do well on handhold and console simultaneously. It's uh, Harvest Moon. Har- Harvest Moon did it. Yep, so, absolutely. So it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility that you can have both. You could still have incredibly strong sales on your on a console and and then strong sales on the next iteration of your handheld. Mm-hmm. Just don't make it an MMO. <laughs> That's how you fuck yourself over. Don't make it an MMO. Although, oh, I would love a fucking Pokemon MMO. Don't get me wrong, but that's the way that you just like. You fuck yourself out right. of all your other sales because then people get... It's like the fucking GTA Five, Right. It's like, cool, if you just keep putting out content for this fucking game, I'm, I am I don't need another game. 
you, I'll just keep playing this game. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I can't believe they still are just consistently releasing like shit tons of new content for GTA Five online. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, that game came out a solid like forever ago, and they still are shitting out awesome content yeah. for it. How long ago did that game come out? Like three, four years? I think three, four or five, huh? Jesus, man. I I'm think old. May, maybe maybe it is only three or four, but it old, feels like old. a long fucking time. It came out when we lived at fucking mm-hmm. the old old. Yeah, the fire the firehouse. So at least three years, maybe yeah. four. Firehouse subs. Yeah. Anyway, this is all rumors, but hopefully, hopefully it happens. Cross cross your fingers, everybody. Uh, I would love it, even if even if it was like light on new Pokemon. Even if they just put you into a world where you get to interact with the current Pokemon. To be fair, there. only the Gen One Pokemon are good. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, another video game that we wanted to talk about is Prey, mm-hmm. um, which is I, I'm, I hyperbolically said to Garrett earlier, Prey is like the only game between now and Shadow of War that I give a shit about, <laughs> which he then immediately reminded me that Injustice 2 is yeah. also coming out. And then I kind of try to defend myself by saying like, but yeah, but Injustice 2, there's no like long-term goal that I'm trying to achieve, like beating the game mm-hmm. that I'm going to be like sucked into it if I don't want to be. Right. So I guess what I meant was the only like huge time sink game, mm-hmm. unavoidable time sink between now and uh, Shadow of War is Prey. Yeah. Now I played the original Prey many, many, many years ago. Okay. Uh, and it had some not. weird ass fucking gameplay mechanics. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly like the new one, but it was similar. <laughs> but it had a lot of like portal type shit and like weird time warping things. Like there were scenes very reminiscent of Portal, where like you would walk through. When I use the word portal again. Uh, but you would, you would like see yourself walking through the portal. Oh, okay. Like in front of you. And like, you know, you get in like those loop effects. And right, like right. lots of weird gravity. Like you walk, walking on walls and walking on ceilings and like Fuck having yeah. these fucking like first person shooter fights like hanging from the ceiling. That's fucking dope. And it was real fucking wild. Okay. So now they're making sort of like a reboot, remake mm-hmm. type of updated, you know, like modern console edition of, of Prey. It looks fucking cool. Jesus Christ, it looks cool. And and mainly, so there's some parts of it that I'm like, okay, that's, you know, whatever. That's part of the course. That's not that great. But, like, some of the fucking powers and weapons that you Ooh. get are fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Well, it's, it's really cool because, and it's funny because they, they say that it's a spiritual successor to System Shock. Mm, absolutely. Which is funny because, well, one, you can see that instantly uh, from the trail. But also... Bioshock was called a spiritual successor to System Shock. Right. So pumped the fuck up. But uh, <laughs> so we just talked about Pokemon, which is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Bioshock is like my other one. Yep. Of the franchises. Real nerd. Yeah. Love it. But uh, it does feel like System Shock. Yeah. It feels very similar, even yeah. with like the wrench, like the, like a lot of the uh, the trailer is spent with him like running around with a wrench, and there's a song. A solid grip of like a, an hour and a half of two hours of System Shock 2 where you only have a motherfucking wrench and you got to make shit work. Uh, so I was really happy to see that. I think he meant Bioshock that whole time. No, that's System Shock. You have a, you have a wrench the whole time in System Shock 2? Not the whole time, but yeah, like in the beginning, there's like a solid grip of it where you you get like a wrench. What's with all these fucking wrench games? I don't know. We got, yeah, it's uh, yeah System Shock. You, get a, you later get way wilder shit. Uh, specific, it's funny because the thing that allows you to basically do kind of like powers in System Shock is this cool, weird, creepy like orb mm-hmm. that you hold and it um, uh, it IVs like into your arm, mm-hmm. which is again like very similar to plasmids, right? But it's also they like one upped it in Prey, 
It's oh, like oh, a yeah. fucking you you jab something into your fucking eye. eyeball. Oh Christ! Yeah. Like I, when it first showed it, I was like, uh-uh. and I thought it was like, oh, they're just showing some spoiler from the game. No, that's something that you do throughout the game yeah. to actually acquire powers. You <laughs> shove, like I'm so I'm talking like what six inch fucking needles into your fucking eye. Yeah. Woof. It's very horrifying. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Uh, well, I, I wanted to say, like, it's it's neat. I, I did a little bit of reading about the game, and so I never played the first one, so I don't know if the first Prey was, was similar in uh, themes and, like, what was going on in the story. Mm, not really. Okay. Because this one is neat. It, it says that uh, it's it's in the near future, mm-hmm. but in an alternate timeline where JFK wasn't killed, and mm-hmm. he pumped a lot more money into the space program. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> there's a, a, a space station orbiting the moon. And they are studying an alien collective there. So specifically, it is it is a number of alien species that have joined forces against the human race. And uh, it's really neat. They're fucking. They call them Typhon, which is really fucking cool. Uh, Typhon. Garrett's a nerd. Yes, Typhon is a, a monster from Greek mythology that is like a bunch of monsters together. It's kind of right. like a giant ass fucking Gorgon. Right. Uh, it has like a bunch of snakes and dragons and shit for hair, but it's, uh, it's got like a lot of other animals and then it like breeds other animals. I don't really exactly remember, but I think it's really cool. I also want to say that it's neat seeing a lot of the different aliens from the trailer. Mm-hmm. They used a lot of fucking ghost tropes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool for me. They're mixing like they're aliens, but like even one is called like a poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks very scary. It game. looks fucking terrifying. <laughs> like they get you. Yeah. These like shadow beasts just fucking <laughs> get you and they slurp you off. <laughs> yeah. They made, they made all of the aliens that I, so far that I saw, like they're like shadow monsters, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. It honestly feels like if like system shock and Bioshock had a baby with, um, dead space. Yeah. Definitely. It, yeah, it's like it's real scary and you're like you're more trying to survive than like win. You're not really fighting. You're you're like just trying to cut your way through and you have to use their technology and and, and abilities and guns and stuff. Um but yeah, it's uh it's also like open world. So that's that's really neat and that's a that's a large departure from like System Shock and BioShock. Right. And the, the, the BioShock you could say it's kind of open world, but it's Pretty fucking linear. Yeah, the the first prey was very linear first person shooter. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's um, it's 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 got a whole mess of weapons. Uh, oh, yeah. Some of them are pretty mundane. They're, it looked like you just shotgun. had a pistol. Yeah, although the the shotgun does have like a LED like ammo display on the side, which looked really cool. Yeah, it was a cool like cyberpunk touch. Yeah, uh, but then they have a whole mess of other weps. I'm it's ready just, for foam gun 96. <laughs> yeah. They have this foam, like glue gun mm-hmm. that like, it looks kind of like a pulse rifle and it shoots very similarly to a pulse rifle. But the, the actual, uh, like ammo is like goo. Yep. And it like glues people down, which what is, is this goo. Yeah. Um, of course the wrench, um, they had a fucking recycler grenade. Which it just like deconstructs materials and you have to so fucking dope, dude. It looks so fucking cool. And then you actually do crafting in the game. Yep. So you can throw like you can just huck these grenades into a room and it just sucks all the fucking like shit, like the chairs and the tables and the cups. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it like I, I guess they have like matter compilers mm-hmm. uh, with like it looked almost like a horizontal um, like 3D printer. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
apparently they just have matter compilers and you can just you can this is how you get your components yeah you just blow up a room pick up all the schlidge and then make a clean fuck yeah but uh they had some other guns but i don't know exactly what they do mm-hmm. but then they have a whole mess of power yeah. so you actually get powers from enemies in the game mm-hmm. which is very like metroid-esque which fucking i'm cool. really into fucking you, megaman yeah yeah like megaman and, and metroid and, and castlevania stuff like that um so they have like just going over uh, a few of them real quick they have a uh, like a mimic power, you can like shape shift into inanimate objects and then actually move very weirdly. Yeah, like literally, like I'm gonna turn into this pencil and then like pencil myself in <laughs> for a meeting later. <laughs> they have uh, like fire, like explode plasma powers, right? Uh, which I really liked. Uh, they have mind jack, which so apparently there's other humans in the game and you can just, you just get to dishonored. <laughs> yeah, you get to just jump right in their heads. That's uh, actually it's very. There's a lot of like parallels to dishonored in it. Also, yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, and then they have kinetic blast, which is just just push. Yeah, just fucking force them. But also, then they have this power that's called leverage, and it's basically just super strength. Yep. But it was funny because how they were using it in the in, in the gameplay that I saw, the little bit of gameplay I saw, it looked a lot like telekinesis. Right. Like it's basically just like telekinesis, except you have to like grab a hold of it first. Um, then they have lift field, which is actually like gravity control. And then they they have a power. Strangely, I hate the name, but it's called remove manipulation, mm-hmm. and that's actually like their telekinesis. And you can, but it's specifically like yanking shit off of people, right? Uh, which is really neat because that was like my fucking mo in Bioshock One was just a lot of the splicers had masks on, and you just take it and then kill them with it. Yeah, yeah, you can just scoop it off and then just smash it directly into their head, and yep. it's like, oh, I don't have to waste bullets. Um, but yeah, I would say probably my favorite element of it is that it it's like aliens but they're ghosts right basically and uh, getting sort of outside of the box of like what we would think about like other life forms like they're all just bipedal fucking humanoids that have like green skine yeah no this is a fucking chlorge and he comes up (laughs) out of the fucking muck and he gets you (laughs) yeah Uh, so i really like that it's it's really neat to see the tropes like crazily smashed together like that but i mean fully like you see some of them and it's like poltergeist like other thing that like just they they can shape shift into these other things all right these guys are the possession guys it's like right this is terrifying and awesome and i feel like it's gonna like give me nightmares but i think i'm gonna love this game yeah i'm, I'm really excited about it i'll definitely be picking it up it does look scary though mm-hmm. um and i'm not a big like survival horror fan right. g- like not really at all mm-hmm. um but me, it really, it really looks like it's going to be a blast, literally. Right. But yeah, like one one thing that I wanted to touch on that we kind of skipped over is the the foam gun. You can use it to like platform, like you can like shoot foam onto the wall and like make ramps and like oh, really? ledges to like jump up on and get to like oh, higher I didn't areas. See him do that? Oh, yeah. I saw him put out a fire with it. It's yeah. like it's like a fire retardant. So that's really cool. Yeah. If there's like a there's like a pipe with like a flame bursting out of it, you can like glorp it down. Yeah. But you can fully like spray foam onto the wall and make like a ramp and I then did like not climb know up. That. It. Oh, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I like I like that sort of mechanic in yeah. games. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So it comes out in May. Yeah. So can't wait. Right around the corner. Yeah. So in movies, uh, we kind of just wanted to quickly talk about this uh, new Matrix movie that's mm-hmm. supposed to be in the works. It's totally all like rumor mill. Yeah. Fucking whatever. It is happening. Yeah. But we have like no information about mm-hmm. it. But what's cool is, so when it first sort of started, you know, whispers of it started coming up, a lot of people were like, reboot, remake, reboot, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, apparently, like, Zach Penn, the guy who's, like, writing it and directing it, uh-huh. 
He came in. Wait, he's fu- directing it too? Or no, no. I'm sorry. He's just writing it. Okay. Uh, but he came in fucking lightning hot on Twitter and was oh, really? like, "Yeah, yeah." He was like, "Y'all need to shut up," because <laughs> no, no, reboot and remake were only ever used in fucking like articles that I had nothing to do with. So oh, y'all need to stop fuck. listening to bullshit news. Whoa. So apparently, what he was com- like comparing it to was like Logan and Legion and Deadpool being in the X Men universe. Whoa, wow. He's making another Matrix movie in the same universe. Okay, but just a different story. Just a different story. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so the rumors are that it's going to be an origin story about Morpheus. Woo! And that's then apparently dope. Michael B. Jordan is in talks to play the oh, main character. Shit. Now, I don't know if somebody just said, Zach Penn said this is in the same universe and Michael B. Jordan's in talks. It must be like an, a Morpheus right, origin right. story. Um, I don't I don't know if that's where the rumors came from, sure. that it was about Morpheus. But right. I did see that there that was the rumor. That I would be cool. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah. To, like, learn about Morpheus's history and, like, how he fucking, like, got released from the Matrix mm-hmm. and, like, got his powers and became, like, king dude. Right, right. Because he was, like, king fucking yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, other than Neo, he's yeah. by far the best one. Yeah, and he was, like, a learned scholar about, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I would like that. I, I Simultaneously, I would really also love to see just someone completely new. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That would be, that would be amazing for me as if they were just, like, here's this other group of characters and they're in the Matrix universe as well. Here we go. That would be awesome. I, I think both would be cool. I, I think Morpheus is a really cool character, so I it's hard for me, but I think I'm leaning more toward that of what I want. Right. But I also, I mean, we saw it with the Animatrix. They can do whatever the fuck they want in this universe, and it's going to be cool. Yep. They have so much to work with, to be perfectly honest. Um, it's just such a neat IP that honestly has kind of been underutilized. Absolutely. Like, they're so many possibilities but honestly it there's basically unlimited possibilities we yeah. haven't even gotten into like if the matrix is real if the technology to create the matrix is real there could be splinter realities that other humans are living in in which you don't even have the same like rules of physics and shit right there could be magic and shit in there there could be like wonderful fantastic things with different color schemes it, it it's literally infinite because yep. of that they can just be like oh this is in the in the same universe but these people are plugged into different machines and they see this other, they're in a different matrix than you. Yeah. The, well, and they even said in the movie, like, Oh, we tried it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. This has been like happening for a thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had other ones mm-hmm. other than Neo mm-hmm. that have like failed or that have like made deals with the robots to right. keep it going. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. There's so many possibilities. Yeah. And we saw from the animatrix that like, that shit's like the best content. Right, right, right. Like some of the, some of the shorts yeah. in the Animatrix are like the best Matrix movies that exist. Yes, they're yes. like right on par with the original movie. Yeah, yeah. Some of, some of the stuff in the Animatrix was honestly cooler yeah. uh, than the story, especially where the story went. Because I feel like the first Matrix movie was incredible, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not being hyperbolic. I really do actually think the first movie was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just visually at the time, but it was. It was a fucking marvel, but. The storytelling and the, the the chances they took to make The Matrix when The Matrix came out, like, I, I do. I think it's incredible. The second and third ones, while cool, I feel like really got away from the beauty of the first one. Right. And the storytelling. Whereas then The Animatrix came full circle and just went right back into, like, the cool shit. Yeah. And so... What does it do to your brain that The Matrix and Fellowship of the Ring came out two years apart? Whoa. Is that real? Yeah. 98? 99? Matrix 99, Fellowship of the Ring 2001. What? (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
that's also just showing like how fast technology increases because when the matrix came out, there was like nothing like it. Yep. It was like, it was mind blowing, which is funny now because now it's just like, Oh yeah, yeah. This stuff. They had to invent camera techniques. Yeah. They had like a the roller matrix. coaster with like 4,000 like DSLR cameras on it. <laughs> yeah. They like that, that thing when they like spin cameras around people that they invented that yep. for the matrix. And now you just do it with CGI. You don't even need all the fucking cameras. And yeah. it still happens. You still yeah. see like, quote bullet time right, like right. In, in movies all the time right but it's just they just do it for free now right it's also funny because they they also invented it came in the second movie but they just invented that like clone a person like a billion times they 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 invented that right 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 like that technology didn't exist or agent smith just slurps off into yeah. people yeah and like when you see that they're like when there's just a million agent smiths like mm-hmm. they that that was the first time that had ever been done because they actually invented the technology yep that's fucking insane and awesome so yeah i want them to do something wild with it i want them to that's why honestly i kind of want them to not do morpheus because with morpheus you have a timeline and you have an endpoint and you have limitations true with other characters they could be anything it's you they could do whatever the hell they want yeah you could legitimately just be like these are other people from a different pod or these are people plugged into a different machine or these are people from 200 years after neo right so like it's literally whatever the fuck you want whereas with morpheus it is finite it is he has these limitations he was never as powerful as neo he can only do this at his best so you you have that you've kind of you locked him into that which isn't isn't a bad thing it's still cool if they if they did the storytelling well which i feel like they would it would still be fantastic and I would love to see it, but I would also really like to see just more animatrix shit, but in a feature film. Same. So can we get the fucking second Renaissance oh. as like a live action movie? Oh. Man. God damn. How cool would that shit yeah, be? Yeah, dude. Honestly, like three quarters of the fucking animatrix stuff. That one with the little kids who like find the glitch. It's my favorite one. And they get that's powers. It. Yeah, that's my favorite one. It, it, so it hit me so hard. Yeah, oh man. My, my three favorites are definitely that one. The uh, the second Renaissance and the one with the kid who like gets out yeah, who yeah, then yeah, ended yeah, up yeah. actually being in the Matrix like the yeah. live action ones yeah yeah that one that one was cool the skateboard kid yeah yeah uh, my favorite one was the powers um, the track star person yeah that one was really fucking cool yeah and then the the other one where they befriend the robot where they like start teaching it they like sequester one of the robots off and they start like. I guess I don't remember that one. Yeah, they were trying to like befriend it and it actually started working, but it was that trope where then like it just got killed anyway. Hmm, yeah, I guess I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I it was, re- rewatch it. Yeah, that was my other favorite one. But they, they, honestly, there was only like two that I was like, because mm, some of them were wild. Yeah. Uh, and there were a they couple. They had like, like a fucking like Eon Flux one that yeah. was real <laughs> creepy. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. Oh, no. <laughs> meta, meta oh, that's bit. a perfect ending, I think. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's about all we got to say about that. The Matrix. See you next time.
complete. Program terminated.